need to breathe. Note to self. Hello, extraordinaires. Welcome, welcome. How are you holding up in this rather unique life in the time of corona? We're only talking about that, it seems, right now. And rightly so. Every human being on the planet is going through this uh, situation together. So we need to be talking about it. We need to be sharing and connecting and uh, helping each other stay informed, helping each other stay purposeful, helping each other stay empowered. And that is the whole point of this particular episode of Extraordinaires today. This particular uh, series, I guess, I fondly titled Conscious Conversations, or perhaps another idea is uh, COVID Affairs. (laughs) Too soon for a laugh track. Even though we are apart, I feel us being brought ever, ever closer together. And that fact actually brings me a kind of uh, very warm comfort, knowing that we're all connected, even though it sucks. Universally, all the humans are going through this same struggle together, no matter our race, our age, our status, our ability. We're all connected. And uh, I really like feeling closer to all of you. Please know that I'm holding all of you, seriously, in my meditations. I'm wishing for you the very same that I would wish wish for myself. That we'll all move through and beyond this time of pandemic fear and of uncertainty. And we'll be able to regain some semblance of that life we had back in 2020 BC, before Corona. Remember that? Not really have any idea what that's going to look like. But all I remember is the start of the year was looking so good there for a while. Conversations with friends were full of hope and positivity for what the year was set to bring. It was like we were coming out of a haze. We all had such big plans and then boom, this, right? Just freaking mayhem. And what has been your experience? What have you been going through? I'd love for you to share that with me. I mean, for us, on one hand, my husband and I have lost our jobs. Our situation is such that we can't claim unemployment for now at this stage, if at all. And since uh, financial ruin ruin is a distinct possibility, we're just eating everything in sight, literally stuffing our emotions with uh, chips, cheese and carbs. Yet on the other hand, we seem to have, uh, of course, a deep love for each other. So we're loving this time together and we're not alone. We have a roof over our heads. We have lots of food. We have two beautiful dogs. We also have the new hero of the day, Zoom, who is helping us connect with our family and friends. And we're not sick. So we have very many things to be grateful for. But does that sound familiar to you? Do you seem to be fluctuating between all the extremes or even living both realities simultaneously during any one day? It's like it's either certain financial ruin and the looming mortal danger of global contagion and never ever seeing our families again, which is hell, or a pajama party and a deep dive into our passion project for the side of, sorry, Mary Kundoing the entire house again on edibles. It's heaven. Basically, what I'm trying to get to is that maybe you, like me, are feeling a little bit unstable. 
And we can't have that. I mean, there's plenty of fear and stress and uncertainty floating around with this virus. We just don't need our mental and spiritual health to be at risk. And so since I want to help fix everything, if there's any possible way I can ever fix anything, I've invited an extraordinary woman to come share some insights and exercises on how you, you and I can keep our heads and our hearts straight to keep calm and carry on. Rebecca Abwaf is the founder of Ritual. This is a company and practice that nurtures wellness through self-care and fiscal freedom. I mean, it's everything that I need, hopefully everything that you need too. She is an intuitive, she's an empath, an energetic healer, a spiritual psychologist, and of course, an extraordinaire. I've received the healing of her hands once before, and I can be testament that she is most certainly a conduit for love and energy at its purest. Rebecca is able to seamlessly blend and utilize the left and right sides of her brain. She's genius. And she shares her gifts through energetic bodywork, facials, spiritual healing practices, and a psychological approach to ultimate healing through self-learning of self-care and financial wellness. Her passion and focus is in empowering people to experience complete wellness in all areas of life from the inside out. Sounds pretty great. Please welcome Rebecca Abouaf to the show. Yay! <laughs> Crowd goes wild. Oh, thank you, Teresa. <laughs> Hi, darling, darling. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good. Good. It's good to be with you. You too. Yeah. How's the experience been for you in your part of Los Angeles? Exactly what you described, mm. you know, the roller coaster of emotions every day is something different mm. the highs the lows the everything in between mm. yeah being an empath it's, it sounds like, do you find it's much that? deeper for you being an empath do you find that it's just a struggle at any day yeah but you know what's interesting I feel like whether people have identified themselves as, as empaths or not I think that most people are feeling even more than just their own and they just don't realize it yeah I think at this time we're, we're feeling all of the feels exponentially. Mm. And, and so just to that point, whether, whether you've identified yourself as an empath and empath really just means that you, you can feel more than just yourself. Right. Mm. So I feel you, I feel what you're feeling. Um, so yeah, it's intense. It's intense time because there's such heightened emotions everywhere. Mm. I feel like there's heightened emotions on both sides too. Like we're killing ourselves laughing sometimes. It's almost, you know, <laughs> uncontrollable. It's just ridiculous. The whole situation seems a little ridiculous at times. Well, it is. And, and <laughs> laughter is great medicine. But you're right. The roller coaster has its high highs and its low lows. And, um, you know, I, I tuned into a great meditation leader this morning and she was talking about you know, the yogic living is, is that we all experience highs and lows, but the goal is to bring it back into the center so that the, either extreme is not as extreme, right? Because even when you're feeling a great feeling, we cling to that. And then it kind of almost makes our lows even lower. So, um, you know, and that's one thing I want to share today is a practice of how we can just kind of come back into our center and recalibrate when we're experiencing these these big emotions. Absolutely. I find just to, you know, highlight that point that you said too, like food 
eating all this stuff that makes you feel better at the moment is usually like carby and bready and cheesy and comfy and that only raises the actual stress levels that you experience in your body so then there's that fall at the other side so you know I, I, I've been talking to to many people about their tips that they've been using and since we have so much time it's the perfect opportunity to come back and find your rhythm and your steady eating habit your meditation your tapping your emotional freedom technique your your yoga that you just brought up anything that can bring you back into balance so you're not grasping for the high or like suffering from the low right which is your gift right um it, I, I love that you brought that up one thing i just want to mention is that food is just one way there's so many ways we numb ourselves yeah. You know, yeah. we feel something big and instead of dealing with it, maybe because we don't know how, we've never learned, we've never seen it um, as an example in mm -hmm. our lives. Um, and so we reach for things that numb us out or television or alcohol or, you know, and, and so that's all okay, right? There's no judgment. Mm. Um, but but my, my real desire today and every day is to support to support the community and learning some of these practices, you know, I've been studying and, and utilizing my whole life because my life has completely shifted completely. And we're in the midst of a giant shift, mm. you know, our whole world is shifting. Um, so, so yeah, at this time, you know, I, I'm just, I'm being really called to talk about something we're experiencing a lot of energy and motion mm. And, and to talk about expanded awareness and what that means and how we can utilize that for our upliftment at this, at this time. So the first thing is to acknowledge what is. I know that if you're anything like me, you're having a, a rough time staying grounded at this time. And so what are your grounding exercises? Like, Teresa, do you have a practice where you ground yourself every day or come back to something? Meditation with crystals. I sit with yep. crystals and meditate every morning, do some stretching. Mm -hmm. My uh, husband built a little gym. Um, so just movement, you know, movement, movement, and uh, mostly meditation and a bit of yoga. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. And then the first thing is is the awareness that you are not grounded, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, totally. We can't really trying to be easy with myself. I'm trying to be forgiving and easy, no expectations, just trying to accept it what it is and be easy and loving. So, yeah. So, so essential right now. And, and always giving ourselves some, some tools and techniques to, to shift our energy when it's, when it's, you know, too high or too low, you know, I just want to acknowledge that it's really important to feel your emotions. Mm. It's really important. Like you just said, to be really gentle with yourself. So um, it's moving out of the duality of judgments and more into and closer to our true selves, right? So I would want to show that visual I sent you of the goal line versus soul line. Because yeah. we, like, we are human beings living on this plane of reality, right? Mm. So this goal line egocentric reality is judgment. It's right, wrong, good, bad. What I've been really working on and what I want to share with other people is knowing there's, there's another way to live. And that's the soul line. So that's the line that goes up, 
And on the soul line, there's no right, wrong, good, bad. There's only what is. So the first step is acknowledging what is, and we do that through acceptance. Mm -hmm. So in the midst of all of this, right, it's really easy to start judging our government, judging how right, wrong politicians are, are being, doing, acting, but it takes us so further away from our true selves, mm, right. right? So it's just a call to um, ascend, right? I feel like this is the, the beginning of the great awakening. Yeah. And we all have the ability to awaken or to remember who we truly are. So we kind of get stuck in this like egocentric reality. But the truth is we're not our ego. Our ego is that learned piece of our personality, kind of who we show up as. But we are so much greater than that. Mm. We are pure consciousness. Mm -hmm. And pure consciousness doesn't buy into right, wrong, good, bad. Mm. So anyway, moving on the soul, soul line of things. So the first question is, can we accept what is? You don't don't have to like something mm. to accept it. Uh-huh. So I have a little practice I want to share. Great. I'm ready. Um, when, you're, when you're experiencing a big emotion, the first step is you're acknowledging what is, right? Mm-hmm. We've gotten that already. Got it. So step one in the practice is to set an alarm mm. for a relatively short amount of time. You know, maybe one to 10 minutes and allow yourself to move through the emotion, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, unedited, let it out. So there's a couple ways you can do that. You can vocalize. Mm -hmm. It's very powerful to vocalize, let, you know, let, let let it out that way. Another really powerful um, technique that you can use is called freeform writing. Yeah. And I, you don't want to go more than 10 minutes. That's why I set that time to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Don't go more than 10 minutes. It, you know, wherever you're at, just let out as much as you can. It's unedited. You just write, write, write. Yeah. It doesn't have to be legible. Yeah. And this is really, really important. When you're done, you don't read it back. We don't want to reprogram it into the brain. When you're finished, you tear the paper or you burn it. You, you get it gone gone you release it because what is emotion after all it's energy in motion and so instead of shoving down the emotion with food with alcohol or just ignoring it my my encouragement is to let it come out it let set it free it wants to move it doesn't want to get stuck in your body and then it is not yours release the attachment that it is you because you are not an angry person. You are not a fearful person. You are not a judgmental person. You may have experienced those things, but that is not who you are. Remember who you are. You are pure consciousness having a human experience. It means emotions and going through all of those things. Um, But that's not your defining character. It's not who you are. Once you've allowed yourself to move through all of that emotion, immediately shift gears. And I recommend that you bring your awareness into your heart. That is your true center. And 
think of somebody who is less fortunate than you. There are so many to choose from. There's always someone who's struggling harder than you are. And, and start to send them some energetic support. Think about, just drop yourself into their shoes for a second. And it's real easy then to drop in your heart and say, wow, you know, I'm really sorry you don't have a place to live right now. I feel for you that you don't know where your next meal is coming from. I feel for you that you are struggling with cancer, with losing a loved one, you name it. Um, so you drop into your heart and you start extending some compassion to other people. And then I encourage you to zoom out, expand your awareness. See, you know, you're seeing now their life, your life. And wherever you are in that moment, no matter how you're feeling, three things you're grateful for. It could be the most simple things. I'm, I'm grateful I have a clean shirt on my back. I'm so grateful I have a roof over my head. I'm so grateful I have food in my refrigerator to eat and to overeat if I want. Do you know what I mean? Anything. The fifth step is all about compassionate self-forgiveness. So we're talking about letting these big emotions out and you've done that. We've extended some gratitude. We've sent other people love. This, this is like the key to inner healing, compassionate self-forgiveness. Um, one definition um, from a spiritual psychology course I've heard of healing is that healing is the application of loving to the places inside that hurt. And so it's extending yourself that self-love we've been talking about you know, flooding yourself and loving, like how often do you actually do that? It is so healing, it feels so good. So I really wanna encourage you to try it. I know some people are gonna feel an aversion to this because you probably have never done it before in this way. And I really wanna encourage you to try it. So it looks like this. Compassionate self-forgiveness is Forgiving yourself for judgments, for misidentifications, misinterpretations of reality. And these, you know, we could give you more information if you're interested on those things, but it looks just like this. I forgive myself for judging myself as an angry person. I forgive myself for buying into the misidentification that I'm losing it. All the things that you tell yourself that aren't actually the truth, you're kind of writing those. Even if you don't believe it in the moment, you can still say it and you start to tell your brain, yes, that's different, right? You could go a different path. So another way to, to get yourself into the flow of this is like if a child came up to you I'm picturing my four-year-old daughter. Picture your favorite four-year-old. <laughs> the child comes up to you and said all of the things that you were just experiencing, how would you respond to them? I I'm assuming it would probably be like, honey, 
I'm so sorry you're feeling that way. No, everything's going to be okay. You know, don't worry. You're letting your mind, you know, spin out. This is not reality. It's okay. I hear you. I understand you. And give yourself, treat yourself like that four-year-old. It's extremely healing to give that kind of love and compassion to yourself. Forgiving all the judgments. So that's step five. You know, a lot of people are in flux right now. Um, Teresa, you mentioned that you and Will lost your jobs. Mm, Yeah. Right? Like so many. Um, A lot of people are experiencing transition, the, the loss of or the ending of something in their lives. And so this part I feel is really, really important. And it's important to note this woman, this incredible spiritual teacher named Nirka, who used to be a a top trainer for Tony Robbins, taught me this technique of how to ask powerful questions. So in this next step, you're zooming out further, expanding your awareness to include your entire community and the communities of the people in your community to really remind yourself of the resources and the reach that you have at your fingertips. And you ask the powerful question. You ask something like, how can I be even more aware of the opportunities that are available to me right now? When you ask even more, you're actually directing your subconscious brain to pop up and be like, the magnetizer who's like, I'm going to find the answer. I'm going to find the answer. Your subconscious brain is just um, waiting for your directions. And this is a whole nother talk, but it's important to note that we are constantly telling our brains who look for things good and bad and bring them to us. So this question is so powerful. When you say, how can I be even more aware? You're presupposing that you are currently aware of them. And your brain will start working on overdrive. And you will then literally be able to magnetize solutions to you. And this magnetic part, I really want us to understand, we don't have to go out and get everything. It is such an old paradigm. It's such an old way of living. This new way is using energy to bring things to you. And Teresa, I would say that there's an example of how you do that already. In your meditation that you mentioned earlier, you're sending love to all of the people in your community and they love you back. Yeah, yeah, you can you can feel it. It makes you cry sometimes. We're all feeling it. Mm. Yeah. So you're, magne- you're sending out to them that which you love to receive back mm-hmm. and you feel it and it's bringing it to you and so and this is just another little point the thing that you desire more of give more of that mm-hmm. so in this technique of, of magnetizing things to you you're like god I really want this I'm gonna find a way to give more of that you know, consider that you could be one connection away from your next big thing, Ooh, you know, like right? Nice. Just one, one phone call, maybe just putting the energy out there. Someone's going to call you 
Um, so you're letting the universe know you're open, available, ready to receive that thing. Uh, you know, it's like if you reach out to your community and ask for support, um, someone would have someone to connect you to. And even better yet, you can take the opportunity to allow yourself to look within for your own guidance, your own resourcefulness for the next best step. What I do is I call in my inner counselor, my higher self. I drop into my true center, my heart, and I, I call in my inner counselor, please be with me now. And I just ask, please show me my next best steps for my highest good and the good of all concerned. Because it's not just about us. If this time is showing us anything, it's that it's, we're all connected. What we do makes an, a ripple effect in our universe, in our communities, in our planets. And so for me, it feels much better to live with the whole in mind. It's not just like I'm zeroed in, I want that thing. Because if me getting that thing is terrible for you, Teresa, I shouldn't want that thing. And I might not know that. So I say for the highest good of all concerned. Prosperity is not just what's in your bank account, mm -hmm. right? Prosperity is a consciousness that anyone can tap into at any time. So if you allow yourself to expand your awareness, to open up to the truth, and the infinite opportunities that are available to us, the infinite resources, the vastness of our reality, you might find that you can level up in all bank accounts because it's not just about money. Money is just one tiny energy stream. We put a lot of weight on it, but it's just one energy stream. It's about the richness of our lives and all the energy streams that make up our beautiful lives. You know, richness comes in depths of relationships. It comes in connections with our community as well as nature. I mean, if you are ever feeling depleted or, um, you know, negative kind of mindset, just get out in nature because it, the, it is undeniable the abundance of this beautiful planet we live on. And one of my favorite quotes is, um, nature does not rush and yet everything is accomplished. She keeps on going, right? She keeps on providing for us, even though we're terrible to our earth. She's still there, our mother below our feet, supporting us, keeping us grounded, keeping us fed, alive, nourished, cleansed. So to recap the steps that we went through, the first thing is acceptance. You don't have to like it. Can you accept what is? Step two, set that timer for one to 10 minutes and let the emotion flow out. Let release it from you by talking or writing and then burning it, not reading it back. Step three, expand your awareness to consider other people who are suffering. Send compassion, send well wishes and love to them. Step four, level yourself up in gratitude. Name three things in the very moment that you're grateful for. Step five then is compassionate self-forgiveness. Step six, magnetizing the solution to you. Ask a powerful question. 
How can I be even more aware? How can I be even more fill in the blank? And step seven, be of service. Being in service is the highest consciousness we can live. So, and it's a wonderful way to get out of what your tunnel, your problems, be of service to somebody else. We did kind of touch on this earlier when we talked about giving that which you want to receive more of, but it's just really imp important at this time. There's, there's many ways that we can all shift into that service consciousness, be of service to someone else. Your local council will have very many ways that you can do it safely. There is so many companies that are in, in the business of like aiding people who can't help themselves and they're in dire need at the moment. So yeah, there's lots of opportunity to do step seven right now. Considering we're in the midst of a vast tune-up. Yeah. Right. And, and it's really a call to get into a more natural flow of life and consider that this is not our agenda. Yeah. We didn't ask for this, nor do we want it, nor do we like it at times, but there's a greater agenda at play. Mm -hmm. You know, and to just really trust that and, you know, start to acknowledge your attachments to things and acknowledge where can you let go more. Mm. As a mother of a four-year-old, I'll tell you, finding more and more ways to let go is so freeing. <laughs> Like, uh, I never realized how controlling I was, mm. you know, and, and it's a great, it's one of the greatest illusions, control. It's an illusion. We don't control anything. Clearly so. not now. We're getting a good, a good whiff of that. I think everyone's really yes. coming to terms with what can you control, which is the connection you have to yourself, the connection you have to your loved ones, the connection you have with your truth and your authenticity, and that's about it. Everything else that's is exactly going to be. Right. Exactly right. Yeah, and you nailed it. We only can control what we choose yeah. for ourselves. And, you know, if you ask me, yes, this is a turbulent time, but it's also such an amazing gift. It's an amazing opportunity. We are literally being forced to go within. Mm. We're not being forced, of course not. It's we've been given this great opportunity to go within, to improve our relationship with ourselves. Mm. Um so that you know we come out on on the other side better human beings, yes. living a, a more flowing, beautiful, free existence. I feel similar lead to you, but I know there's many people you know who I've spoken to and who I have never met who would have a hard time swallowing that. They don't see this as something that is any kind of gift. And so the exercises and the ideas that uh, you've created here uh, will lay out, you know, it's a step-by-step -step starting with, you know, taking some time, as you said, to sit yeah. down, take a moment, draw yourself away from the noise and look within, find what is, then zoom it out to the person zoom it out to the community. And then in turn, you also not only get to experience that, but as a benefit of what you said, you're also then tuning your instrument to greatness. So it's, it yes. feels like an hourglass to me. It's kind of like you're funneling it in and then opening it back out. So it's a beautiful, you made me cry at that exercise. It's got me all stuffed up. 
<laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned hourglass. If we can put in a visual at some point of the double helix Ooh. that goes through different emotions. Um, and the, the meeting point is the bliss point, the self-actualization point. And all of the emotions of fear, resentment, anger, they're lower here. And then you move into acceptance, gratitude, love. And then on the other, on the upside down part of it is, is like where I aspire to live, yeah. list out, like not attached, not buying into the fear and the hysteria. Like I want to be free of all of that. I choose to be free of negativity as much as I can. I choose to feel whole and complete and, you know, at one with myself so I can feel at one with other people. Um, and it's just, it's adding to the sum total of what we want more of. Mm -hmm. That's what I choose. I choose to add to the sum total of love. Mm -hmm. It's an offering and any offering at this time uh, is gold. Any tips that anybody has for things that you can get yourself through, your loved one through, your pet through, your grandparent, your child is all in. And I think the more that we share and the more that we uh, tell each other about, you know, what's working and what's not, so then we can learn from that too, I think is uh, is genius. And uh, if Rebecca can be of any help to any of you with her body work, with her facials, uh, with her help with financial freedom, I mean, she really does have this left right brain thing down. So there's contact information for Rebecca below. Uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today. And if you have any more Such breakthroughs, share them with us. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Teresa. Thank you for all you're doing for our community. Oh, it's my really pleasure. beautiful. I don't know what else to do with myself. Sharing your gift. You're sharing your gifts. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining everybody. Uh, thank you to Rebecca Abois. Thank you to my dear husband, Will, the best technician and cameraman and sound man uh, that a woman ever had. Thank you to our viewers, to our subscribers. Thank you to Carmen and Camille for that lovely music. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes if you would. Gosh, it makes such a difference. And, uh, of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, Teresa Livingston. Uh, at Extraordinaire's Podcast on Instagram. There's all kinds of ways to find us. Um, and I'm so glad you found us right now. Uh, take care, everybody. Good luck out there. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Love each other. Mwah. Extraordinary.